0: Hello everyone, this is Sharon and welcome back to another day of Sharon's Daily Inspirations. Today is December 3rd and to that we are grateful. We are continuing on with our Bible reading of Matthew and I'm going to be reading Matthew the second chapter from the Passion Translation. Um, Jesus was born in Bethlehem near Jerusalem during the reign of King Herod. After Jesus' birth, A group of spiritual priests from the east came to Jerusalem and inquired of the people, where is the child who is born king of the Jewish people, who observed his star rising in the sky, and we've come to bow before him and worship. King Herod was shaken to the core when he heard this, and not only he, but all of Jerusalem was disturbed when they heard this news. So he called a meeting of the Jewish ruling priest and religious scholars demanding that they tell him where the promised Messiah was prophesied to be born. He will be born in Bethlehem in the land of Judah. They told him because the prophecy states and you little Bethlehem are not insignificant among the clans of Judah and out of you will emerge a shepherd king of my people Israel. Then Herod secretly summoned the spiritual priest from the east to ascertain the exact time the star first appeared and had told them, Now go to Bethlehem and carefully look there for the child. And when you found him, report to me so that I can go and bow down and worship to him, too. And on their way to Bethlehem, the same star that they had seen in the east suddenly reappeared amazed they watched as it went ahead of them and stopped directly over the place where the child was and when they saw the star they were so ecstatic that they shouted and celebrated with unrestrained joy when they came into the house and saw the young child with mary his mother they fell to the ground at his feet and worshipped him then they opened their treasure chests full of gifts and presented him with gold frankincense and myrrh afterward they returned to their own country by another route because god had warned them in a dream not to go back to harad after they had gone joseph had another dream an angel of the lord appeared to him and said get up now and flee to egypt take mary and the little child and stay there until i tell you to leave for herod intends to search for the child to kill him So that very night he got up and took Jesus and his mother and made their escape to Egypt and remained there until Herod died. All of this fulfilled the word of the Lord and the word of the Lord had spoken through his prophet. I summoned my son out of Egypt. When Herod realized that he had been tricked by the wise men, he was infuriated. So he sent soldiers with orders to slaughter every baby boy two years old and younger in Bethlehem and throughout the surrounding countryside based on the time frame he was given from interrogating the wise men. This fulfilled the words of the prophet Jeremiah. I hear the screams of anguish, weeping and wailing and ramah. Rachel is weeping uncontrollably for her children, and she refused to be comforted because they are dead and gone. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared again to Joseph in a dream while he was still in Egypt, saying, Go back to the land of Israel and take the child and his mother with you, for those who sought to kill the child are dead. He woke, took Jesus and Mary, and returned to the land of Israel. But when he heard that, Archelius, Herod's son, had succeeded him as ruler over all of the territory of Judah, he was afraid to go back. Then another dream from God, warning him to avoid the region and instructing him instead to go to the province of Galilee. So he settled his family in the village of Nazareth, fulfilling the prophecy that he would be known as the branch. Wow, may God add a blessing to the reading of the word in Matthew Two, um, let's see, I'm going to pull out some good points here. Um, the first point that comes to my mind is how Joseph, uh, was in tune and he heard the word of God. He knew that he couldn't move if he didn't hear what God had said to do. And that is good for us. So whether it's one day, one week, two weeks a month, we still need to wait on the Lord for his direction, his timing. And when you don't know, Go back into prayer and then allow God to speak to you and give you the answer like he did when he was on his way to um, Egypt. And then it's like, "Mm, wait a minute, something's not right. So then he had to pray again. He prayed again and then he heard another voice and told him to go um, to the territory of Judah. Um, So that is very powerful that we must wait on God. God knows the best way to go. If we allow God to allow us to um, be led by the spirit of God, be led by the word of God, so that we already know God's way is the best way. We just need to trust it. We just need to stand still and wait to hear the voice of God. So many times um, I'm guilty of it myself for wanting to go ahead, wanting to do it on my own. I don't know what I'm doing. I need to wait. I pray one minute, and then, what, 30 seconds later, I'm doing it on my own? That's not how God intended. When we pray, we need to thank God for it, and then just wait on the answer. Thank God for it, and if we don't hear it within 24 hours, ask again so that we can get clarity. Lord, I'm waiting to hear the answer. What is it that you want me to do in this business deal? What is it that you want me to do with my family? Um, Do you want me to help sister so-and-so or help brother so-and-so or Who do you want me to bless? Who do you want me to minister the word of God to? Where do you want me to to live? Where do you want me to, you know, go to church at? Who are going to be my friends? What shall I eat today? It's just that simple. But we must take time out to seek and to hear the word of God for God protected Mary and Joseph and Jesus. He will definitely protect us. We can put our names in those scriptures as well. And God will bless us. God will direct us. God will help us. God will be with us. God will grant us peace and prosperity through everything that's going on in this world right now with all of the plagues and with all of the mutants and all of these different pandemic things. We definitely need to seek God for our answer. Lord, do you want me to go to this place? Do you want me to go there? Do you want me to go to this restaurant? Do you want me to even order from here? Where do you want me to go? Does that person have anything that's going to affect my food? If so, I don't want the food. Let me buy groceries, and Lord, and let these groceries be good. Don't let it have salmonella in there. And let me cook good food, healthy food for my family. Let me have good food and things to drink. Bless this water. We need to pray over everything that enters our mouth, all food, every place that we go. Ask God for protection on the streets and the highways. Asking God to lead and to guide and to strengthen and deliver, give us direction, give us clarity, be with us throughout our days. Um, We just need to trust God in every area of our life and be grateful for everything that God is doing and everything that God is going to do for us. Again, we're reading um, the book of Matthew and believing God and trusting God that his word will never return void, and we thank him for that. Um, we thank God, and this is, this is also key before I end for today. Um, in Matthew 2, how the wise men brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And the funny thing is, I've heard um, quite a few ministers mention before, this is like the start of prosperity in the Bible. God was so rich. God is so rich and full of prosperity that his first gifts were gold, frankincense and myrrh. You know, that cost a lot of money and to bring it to a baby. Come on now. Put yourself in that situation. When we were born, what did we get? A card, a thank you, a blanket, a onesie, (laughs) How many people receive gold, frankincense, myrrh, diamonds and jewels and, you know, the best crib and all this other stuff. Bassinet wasn't even a crib yet. Um, so if we need to live like God lived. He lived in prosperity from day one. Like, wow. Seriously, the nativity, when you look at some of these nativity scenes that you've seen, you know, commercialized, they were decked out. They had the best of everything, the clothes that Mary and Joseph were wearing was phenomenal. Keep in mind that Jesus was wrapped in swaddling clothes, not raggedy. That means tightly knit, swaddling clothes, tightly knit clothes. They were only in a manger because there was no other place um, to live or to um, have for the night because all the hotels and motels were filled with everybody fleeing from um, Jerusalem. So Jesus is very rich. He wants us to be very rich. Um, He wants everyone to um, come and experience him. It doesn't matter what background that we're from, where we live, or even what we believe. Everybody has to come through Jesus. He won't turn away. He wants us to worship him and adore him, to give him the glory, the honor, and the praise that he is due. No matter what church you belong to or affiliation, again, this is not a religious podcast. This is about the word of God and what God says in his word. Um, and I just believe it. And I want to share the word of God with you so that hopefully you too will have your own small, um, groups and get together and study the word of God and profound on you can listen to my podcast and then you can have your own group and go through Matthew yourselves and see if you know what I'm saying and what you're saying if it lines up with the Word of God. This is a time of teaching. Um, This is a time of getting closer to God and hearing what what the Word of God says. Jesus is for everybody. So today I challenge you to bring Jesus up in every conversation for anyone who needs to hear him and to bring those people to Christ through the word of God and allow God to lead you, be the example, um, to give God the glory in everything that you do. Um, again, whether it's your church group, whether it's in your family, whether you are the head of your household as a man, and you just want to do this in your private time, or you want to do this with your family, your husband, I mean your wife, I'm sorry. Um, or with your children to God, be the glory. Let us pray for today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your son, Jesus. Thank you, Father God, that Jesus was born. Thank you that he was born into prosperity. People adored him. They came far to worship and to bow down to him at his birth. They brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They followed that star to know exactly where Jesus was. What a blessing. As we look into the stars, as we look into the sky at night, Father God, help us to receive revelation from you, knowing our next steps, what to do, how to do it, when to do it, where to go, what to say, no more, no less, with joy. Lord, we thank you. Come into our lives. Be with us, Father God. Thank you for the angels. Thank you for... Uh, revelation, knowledge, spiritual understanding and discernment that you've given us through the Holy Spirit, who guides us, who teaches us, who's here with us right now. Lord, we thank you. We praise your holy name. Thank you that Jesus was born. I know that we're going to celebrate the birth of Jesus um, as a nation on the 25th of December. But Father God, I want to be obedient and read the month, the book of Matthew This gets us ready for that time of Christmas. This gets us ready for the ending of 2021 and prepares us for the beginning of 2022. We love you, Father God. We adore you. We glorify you. We thank you again for deliverance, freedom, joy, peace, revelation, knowledge, spiritual understanding, our families, our children, and discernment. Have a phenomenal day. God's blessings be to all. Until next time. Thanks everyone for listening. Make sure that you start to follow me and subscribe to the channel and go back and listen to the other podcasts as well. Thank you very much for your support. Have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.